0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome. I want to talk to you about next. Those of you that know you're next in line, you could sense it. You can feel it. Your vision is dictating to it. Your prophetic word is dictating to it you can you can feel god pushing you or even you've been through a series of trials and tribulations, and those pain points have pointed you to your purpose and your assignment, and you're waiting for those tools that you can use or at least apply to take you to your next, and you are going into a new realm of power, a new realm of dominion. You might have been transitioned from one Uh, profession to another, or even transition from one ministry to another, I want to talk to you. And I want to give you 24 game-changing characteristics of a history maker. And our scripture is taken from out of Job 32, verse 7 to 9. Scripture says, And I said, days should speak, and multitude of your years shall teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, the inspiration of the Almighty, giving them understanding. Great men are not always wise, neither do the aged understand judgment. So what is God up to and what is he going to do with this generation? I know I'm standing on my tiptoes in anticipation for this amazing move that we've been praying about, prophesying about. But now all of us are a part of the exciting things that are going on in our world. So let me first start out with a simple question. How is history made? There's something that touched my heart is a quote from Sir uh, Winston Churchill, he said, history shall be kind to me because I intend to write it. And boy, did he contribute to the shaping of history, not only in his nation, but in every other nations. And when I read the Bible, I read about characters. I read their biographies. I read their uh, snapshots of what they did. And it's interesting because the Bible could only highlight On a few pages, or chronicle in a few pages, uh, what took many of these history makers a lifetime to do it, and I wanted to this to be as practical as I possibly could, and I started out right there in the history making chapter of the Bible, Hebrews chapter 11, where we read about all these amazing history makers that really influenced how we do life and how they did life back in those days, but how we still do life today. I decided that in terms of personality and temperaments, that there were no two characters that the Bible um, highlighted who um, actually were mentioned that accomplished these great history grabbing and history shaking feats in the exact same manner. There were no two people that were exactly alike. No two people did exactly the same thing. I know the Bible talks about a whole bunch of prophets or um, some emancipators or those that were industry leaders. But no two people that, that God highlighted did exactly the same thing. So I extended my research through the whole Bible, and I concluded uh, that my statement was correct. Yes, indeed, God used all of these amazing men and women to shape history, shape how we did, did life. And back in the day, it was contemporary for them, and it was modern for them. And so a lot of times when we read the Bible, I think that our uh, perception of these individuals is kind of uh, has become kind of skewed because we compare their time with our time. And let me just say this as a caveat. Uh, There's going to come a time where people are going to talk about our generation should the Lord delay His coming and they're going to look at what we did from books of antiquity, and they're going to say, oh, back in the day. But these are modern times, and although uh, innovation has accelerated, but 20 years, 30 years, 50 years from now, we're going to look back at these days, and they are going to be history. And we want to make sure that you are taking your life from out of the bleachers, being a spectator, and that you're going to get involved with the unfolding of God's plan for humanity. All of us have a role to play. And you might even say, look, I'm just a little raindrop in an ocean of water, but every raindrop that falls creates a ripple. And if all of us are fulfilling our assignment, maximizing our potential and participating in the unfolding of God's plan, can you imagine one ripple meeting another? It will cause a current of change to occur. And this is what we are expecting, that God is raising up a new generation, a new species of believers who are operating by faith, who are contributing, who are not afraid to be in the world, not of the world, but be in this world. By by uh, way of scriptures, I want to emphasize that this world does not belong to the devil. Psalm 24 says the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So everything in this earth belongs to uh, God. And besides, Satan is the prince of the power of the ear and not the prince of the power of the earth. God leased the earth to humanity. And, you know, the biggest question is, what does it mean to be human? God made us a little lower than angels, not a little higher uh, than animals. And so his comparison between humanity was not with an animal, but with angels. And so what God is doing now, he's elevating our thoughts so that we have heaven's perspective of what we should be doing here in, on this earth in this generation And uh, for each one of you that are tuning in, each one of you that are listening, I want you to take copious notes and I want you to write because what we're about to release to you is, is going to be life changing. Mind you, some of the concepts that I'm going to share, I'm repeating concepts that I've taught over and over again because the scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we need to counteract. That chatter oh, that that is, um, we, we listen to through social media, YouTube, through traditional television, through movies, we need to counteract that with the word of God to the degree you're able to uh, concent- concentrate on the word of God, meditate on the word of God, eat the word of God, consume the word of God is the degree to which you succeed and prosper. And something that Paul prayed, I wish above all that thou may... Prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So we're talking about the prosperity of the soul. So that question is still out there. How is history made? Well, the Bible is a God-breathed book. It's filled with stories and biographies of ordinary people that once God placed his hand upon them and connected them to his original plan and purpose for their lives. They did extraordinary things. They were people just like you and I. They lived, they fought, they cried, they were depressed. They were in um, countries that was characterized by terrorism. There was human trafficking and prostitution and addictions. And there was philanthropy. Uh, philandering, and there was all kinds of activities that were going on. But God, you see his hand, his invisible hand of sovereignty, moving uh, individuals to be synchronized and syncopated with his original plan and purpose. And don't discount your your situations or your pain points don't discount that because everything is going to work together for good so i discovered as as i prepared to deliver this message that there was a spiritual foundation of factors that each one of them shared and this foundation i believe shaped all of our human behaviors and you know not only our behaviors but our behaviors with its limitations, but also with its possibilities. And so that foundation, that spiritual foundation is faith. And you cannot move and and be used by God without faith. I mean, you can accomplish a lot of things. You can get a lot of credentials. You can get commendations from man. People might call you successful. I think success is the fulfillment of purpose. And I believe that God is going to raise up a new species of believers whose lives is characterized by faith. So the very acts and feats accomplished by these great individuals that shaped history, changed the way that we live, um, they they did it because of, uh, of faith. They had faith in God And they had faith in themselves. And so it meant that these individuals that were shaping history, what they were doing, they were cooperating with God in ways that the average person would never think of cooperating with God so that they could procure uh, the means of life, which in turn engendered new ways of cooperating with God, new ways of organizing our lives, and new ways of living. So individuals did life differently. They did life differently. They lived counterculture. They did things differently from their family and friends. And if God is going to use you, and if you are going to be the next, you can never be fond of the status quo. You can never be fond of things as it is, and there will be an impatience in your spirit, and you will be, begin to have a sense of frustration. I know when God was 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 instructing me to live, leave a very successful career, and go into full time ministry. Um, there was there was this. Um, uh, impatience that I had. And I wanted to, things to change. And I wanted, you know, to push my nation forward. And there was this, I guess, holy kind of impatience. And then there was a frustration in my spirit that I could not explain to anyone. And if that is you, and you know that God has his hand on you, and you could feel that frustration with things being as it is, and you just want to quantumly, uh, uh, prophetically into your next, I believe that you might be the next. It's not just about the next season or the next assignment. It's about you, you being birthed Into a new realm of power, a new realm of creativity, a new realm of innovation where God is going to begin to use you and He's going to use your talents. He's going to use your ability and He's not going to waste one ounce, one iota of experience that you have had in your life. I can testify of that and I can see how God navigates prophetically. He's navigating a a, a new species again of believers. These are individuals that are coming like a child. These are individuals that are not coming as know-it-alls. These are people that are leaning hard and heavy on God, seeking God through prayer, seeking God. And then these are people who are willing to take the risk because at the end of the day, faith takes you into the realm of risk. It's risky business saying that you're a man or, or you're a woman of faith. And when you read Hebrews 11, I could probably sit in Hebrews 11 for the rest of my life and never preach from another text that's so rich it's rich in revelation and each one of these personalities did something that was so unusual they did something differently and as they did different things differently then you know their their family began to do things differently and the nations did things differently from the fall of Adam and Eve, which gave rise to the first designer. We talk about designers like Chanel and Louis Vuitton and all these designers, but the first designer is actually in the Bible, that's Adam and Eve, and they started the manufacturing industry. And so it changed how we did life on earth. And we still have designers, we still have uh, the manufacturing industry, uh, but very seldom do people point all the way back to the Garden of Eden with the first designers and with the first manufacturing um, uh, company. And it was built by two people. It was a husband and wife. It was family owned. It was owned by Adam and Eve, but they did differently and it influenced the trajectory of nations, the trajectory of this world, and it influenced, it reshaped history. And so when we look at people in the Bible from Adam and Eve to Moses, he was an ex-convict and he single handedly wrote the laws of of a nation without the assistance of the Supreme Court. And I want you to think about it. He wrote single handedly with the prompting of God based on the anointing of his life, based on the risk that he was taking, based on him going to the next level. And remember, he started out as an ex-convict and he didn't need the Supreme Court uh, because he was the Supreme Court. He was the Supreme Court. And so he became the first Supreme Court justice. And then you have Ruth, uh, the first female billionaire that's mentioned in the bible and you have Gideon he had these remarkable innovative skills and talents and he wasn't really celebrated as an innovator he was celebrated as a as a as a general and uh, someone who who fought a battle and helped his country to uh, gain deliverance and, and and freedom from the oppression of a despotic governance and he was one of the Ones that um, helped his country to be delivered from possibility blindness because God removed the poss- possibility blindness from him. And I could go on and on. So when it comes to the Bible, The Bible is very relevant and people that are not reading their Bible, they're losing one of the greatest sources of inspiration and motivation. And it is my prayer that you would raise your children and your parents in the uh, fear and the admonition of God that you would send them to Sunday school, that you will raise them up in church so that they can have a solid foundation, a biblical foundation that will help to shape their core values and their belief systems, which will be foundational as they go into their adult life. So I'm building a case for Christian education and Christian educators. And when I read the scripture, it follows um, uh, therefore that the mode of operandi has always been spiritual. It is always combined to a a certain mode of cooperation, where man begins to cooperate with God and then it plays out on this social and cultural and global stage. But the mode of uh, cooperation or operation, cooperation, cooperation is is so um, um, evident as as I began to read and I look at how God uses faith as an innovative tool that pushes us uh, into a position where we have this understanding that the key to understanding the whole idea of next and the whole idea of history, this history-making phenomenon is through the narrow microscope uh, uh, or lands of human development and then just taking a step back and 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 view it from this expansive lens um uh, that the that the scripture calls faith and if you can see it from yes your perspective but also from the perspective of god you will see without a doubt everywhere god leaves his thumbprint and even with people who who do not acknowledge god and claim there is no god then god just remains on 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 you um anonymous to those individuals, but at the end of the day, you're going to see God's thumbprint working through, working with, working on, working in spite of in order for uh, his original plan and purpose to, to come to pass in order to move the next into position. He's raising up spiritual midwives. He's raising up spiritual coaches, mothers and fathers and Zion in this season to birth out the next, the shipwrecks and puas through prophetic intercession is being raised up by God there's a new species of believers an emphasis on believing and so when, when 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 we recognize that God is the author and finisher of everything that we are doing it doesn't matter where you are if everything as a believer you do, as unto the Lord, God will bless the works of your hands. It doesn't matter what the assignment looks like. It doesn't even matter who gives you the assignment. As long as you know that God is in it, I am going to decree and declare that you are no longer going to perform at the level of average, that whatever assignment you have, you're going to give it all you've got. And if you would just do that, you will distinguish yourself amongst your contemporaries until you have no competition in what you are doing. And so as I've been studying it, I've been studying how God is going to raise up the next history make- makers, the next di- uh, um Uh, game changers, how God is going to raise up the next influencers, the next doctors and lawyers and prophets and apostles and teachers, those that are in line, those industry leading uh, 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 geniuses, and and they're being birthed out of the womb of the church. And I've been studying the Bible for clues into what distinguishes those individuals that, that, that the Bible mentions that actually shaped history from just those that maybe got honorable mention or they were not mentioned at all. And I came up with these 24 factors that I call 24 game-changing characteristics of the Bible greats. I, and I pray that uh, history will be kind to you as it, it has been for many individuals that we have read about in the word of God as you trust the leading of the spirit to make you a game-changer and a history making tool in the hands of God. So the first characteristic is the characteristic of faith. And I've discovered whether people are are Christians or non-Christians, it takes a heavy dose of faith to be a game changer, to be an innovator, to bring something new to the table. It takes a whole lot of faith. The question is, what is faith? So let's just start and build and unpack this. And many of the uh, factors that I'm gonna give you, many of the characteristics that individuals had, I'm going to um, uh, unpack and I'm really gonna dig into it. And then others, I might just skim over it and give you a sound bite because I will deal with uh, several other game-changing factors in um, a a different message and really give it the treatment that that it deserves. But I can't teach enough about faith. Faith is a game changer. Faith is a spiritual law. And the Bible says in Romans 3 and 27, where is boasting then? It is excluded. But what law of works? Nah, but the law of faith. So faith is a law. It's something that you use, you operate um, out of. It's as strong as the law of gravity. And we, it's as strong as the law of lift. It's as strong as the law of seed time and harvest. We hear these things, but very seldom do we hear that faith is a law. Number two, faith is a gift. Um, and the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, if you will go there with me, please, those of you that are taking notes, those of you that wish you were taking notes, um, if you could open your Bible, highlight this and you can go back and you can revisit this and you can study it. But faith is a gift of God. Ephesians 2 and 8, it says, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself. It is the gift of God. So faith is a gift from God. A gift has to be received, and then it needs to be unerept, and then it needs to be utilized. And a lot of people have the gift that God has given them, but they don't exercise in that gift. You've got to be able to exercise that gift. First John 5, 4 and 5 says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. So you've got to be able to exercise this gift that God has given you, and that's the gift of faith. Number, the next one is the gift is not only a gift of faith from God, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And this is interesting. First Corinthians 12, four to 10 says, now there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestations of the spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For one is given by the spirit, and this is the gift of the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge by the spirit, to another, the gift of faith by the same spirit. So faith is not only a law, is not only a gift from God, is a gift by, by the Holy Spirit. Also, faith has another dimension, and it's not just a gift from God, a gift of the Spirit, but it's a gift of Christ. Romans 3, 21 to 24 says, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ. So Christ also gives you the ability to have faith. Faith is not just a law, it's not just a gift. Here's another dimension, faith is a fruit. Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Faith is powerful. Faith is not only a gift. It's not only a law. Faith is a realm. When you read Hebrews 11, you're reading about people who lived in the realm of faith. A realm is a spiritual sphere, and it's an invisible domain. It can be seen by the physical eye, but by its manifestation. So if you live in the realm of faith, then you're gonna have these manifestations. And if you really wanna know people that lived in the realm of faith, read the book of Hebrews chapter 11. In other words, you live in the realm spiritually, but manifests its essence and nature physically. So you will see it manifested for a person that lives in the realm of faith, not just have the gift of faith, not just operating by the law of faith, but operating in that realm. This faith realm is characterized by influence, dominion, wealth, success, innovation, spiritual progress, miracles, growth, expansion, and possession. And it can be activated just from speaking. So a person that stands in that realm, they could just speak it and bam, it's going to manifest. They don't even have to pray, 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 fast, 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 fast. They're already in that realm. They already hear God. And a lot of people that live in the realm of faith, they cannot explain why they need to do something, why something will work. They can, all they know is that's what I know. And you know you're living in the realm when you know that what you're doing is God. And even though the resources may not be there, the support may not be there, you do it anyway. And and you're doing it based on the prompting of the Lord. You actually live in the realm of the faith. Realm of faith. It means that you do not have to have education to live in that realm. You don't have to understand Greek and Hebrew to live there. You don't even have to have money to live there. Uh, faith becomes your currency. So faith is heaven's currency. Faith is also a technology, and we'll unpack that later on. But faith is a serious technology that we are using. The Bible says that you're not just having faith to have faith. You have faith in God, faith in God. That's Mark eleven nineteen 19 to 24. Hebrews 11 speaks about all of these people that made history just because they lived in the realm of faith. And so when we talk about faith, faith speaks of the transcending nature of this realm, the realm of faith. Hebrews 11, one to two says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is like um, having a GPS system that helps you to navigate um, terrains that are not seen by the natural eye, but is understood by the realm of the spirit. And it, it, we're, we're living in a moment in time when we need to become fully cognizant or conscious of the opportunity for us to do something differently, for us to become something, to achieve something based on the revelation that God is downloading of future possibilities, and specifically as it relates to um, outcomes. And we're gonna see God beginning to move in an unusual way. And we're going to, uh, if you take a step back You're going to see some of the most amazing things happening in this generation. And to be able to navigate the realm of faith, you navigate it and God will change you and change your destiny when you understand that, uh, that, you know, faith is that GPS that helps you to navigate new terrains and new seasons. And the word new means that it hasn't been done before. So if it hasn't been done before, it hasn't, never existed. There's no reference point. And so faith requires that you give up everything that you know about an old season so that you can embrace the new strategies that God is going to um, expose you to. So faith transcends everything that is around you. Faith transcends negative uh, experiences, negative occurrences, that any given moment where Uh, Your purpose or an assignment or even your business is threatened to be sabotaged. And I know that this is a season where the enemy wants to sabotage, sabotage your call, sabotage, sabotage your assignment, sabotage your purpose based on the revelation that God is giving you. Faith transcends that. So faith, it doesn't matter uh, what time you're in and what season you're in and what you're going through. I'm telling you, faith has the power to transcend all of that. And so many people are running to and fro. They're they're nervous, they're um, fearful, they're upset, and they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on in government. They don't know what's going on in the world. And they're trying to make sense out of their world. Let me tell you something about faith. Faith is irrational because it doesn't use what's going on around you to determine what it's going to do. Actually, a lot of times faith um, causes you to operate the opposite of what is recommended. And so faith is going to help you to transcend, to help you to overcome. It's going to help you to transcend and overcome tough times and rough times and hard times and difficult times and dark times and lonely times and sad times and uh, demanding times and uh, depressing depressing times and... painful times and confusing times and challenging times. This is what faith does. It helps you to navigate times of frustration because these are all emotions and you are going to want to give up in, in, in uh, just before God begins to use you, there is always that option to give up and faith will eliminate that option from you. And you are going to say, nevertheless, I'm going to press on. You are going to be like Esther. If I perish, I'm going to perish. But this is what God revealed to me that I must do. And he revealed it to me in my quiet times, in my private times. And the thing about walking with God, God doesn't use this blow horn so everyone can hear. He's going to come to you in a still, small voice. And he's going to, uh, he's going to speak to you. And on a daily basis, he's going to give you your instructions and you have to do it anyway. And especially those that God is raising up, God is going to raise you up. And there's going to be a line that is going to be drawn in the sand of tide at time. And those that have the spotlight of heaven on them, you're going to see them in similar circumstances, but yet they prevail, but yet they overcome and they overcome those times when they were weak and they overcame times when they were insecure and overcame times when they were frustrated and times when they were fearful and times when they were in intimidated and times when they were threatened and times when they were disheartened. We read biographies and we study the Bible and we preach about these individuals that did these great feats. We forget that they were human, just like you and I, and they had moments where they wanted to give up and moments when they were defeated and moments when they failed. But faith, faith is what God gave them to operate in. And can you imagine Joseph? He was next in line. God gave him two specific dreams that motivated his life and everything seemed like it was stacked up against him. And he gives his brother this wisdom where his his brothers were shaking in their shoes. And he said, look, don't be worried. God has been with me. You meant it for evil, but God used everything. And in this season, you have to be able to give up give up the resentment, give up the anger. You've got to be able to let it go so that you can embrace what God is has in store for you that lies just above, uh, just, uh, you know, around the corner uh, and, and in the near future, and he has it for you. To transcend something, faith gives you the ability to transcend. And I'm, I'm really... Um, and digging into this particular this first one and um and spending a lot of time here because I want your faith to be increased increased in what God has called you to do, increased in your ability to make it through. It doesn't matter whether they throw you in the lion's den. It doesn't matter whether they turn the fire up seven times, 10 times, 100 times. It doesn't matter whether they sabotage you. It doesn't matter whether they send Goliath himself into your region and threatens you. All of that doesn't matter as long as you have faith. And you might say, I don't have big faith, but you do. And if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, and all of us have faith, if you drive a car, you don't know who made that car. You don't know if every rivet is there, but every day you get in that car and you drive and you're driving that car by faith that the rivets are there and the fuses are there and the, the, you know, axle is going to work. Everything is there. That is faith. That is faith. When you go to the grocery store and you buy fruit, you don't know whether the the pesticides that they use are gonna uh, affect your body, but you eat it. You eat it by faith. And that means you should be praying over everything anyway. But faith uh, helps you to transcend that point of giving up. It helps you to transcend those that, are, are forming satanic confederations behind your back plotting and planning your devi- your d- d- demise it transcends uh family um rifts and it transcends even addiction um it transcends everything and the word transcend means to sur- surpass or it means to Tower over. It means to um, outdo, outperform, outclass, outstrip. It means to eclipse. Whenever you are moving in the realm of faith, you are going to literally throw shade on other people. Not that you're trying to throw shade on them, but it's just that what you're going to do is going to be so outstanding that it's just going to leave people behind. And this is what faith does. It helps you to excel. You will excel. You will not only surprise yourself, you're going to surprise your enemy. You're going to surprise those that Figured if they withdraw their support from you, you will never make it. I'm here to call them a liar. You are going to make it. You are going to do everything that God has called you to do. You are going to write a best selling book. You're going to have an outstanding ministry. You are going to perform. You are going to sing. You are going to build. You are going to architect. You are going to live. You are going to drive. You are going to invent. You are going to do everything. God has commissioned you to do because you live in the realm of faith. You are about to overcome your challenges. You are about to defeat your enemies. You are about to defy all odds because you are going to say, I believe God. You you may not know how you're going to pay for it. You may not know how you're going to do it. You may not know how you build it, but I'm going to challenge you today by faith, stand in the middle of your circumstance and begin to de- Agree and declare, I have faith in God. God is going to do it. God is going to make a way. God is going to provide the finances. God's going to save my family. God is going to recession proof my business. God is going to um, uh, 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 give me the finances to pay my mortgage. And these are the last things that you have to worry about because my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. Faith, faith always has enemies and always have competition, but you will defeat your enemy. You will tower over the competition. You will surpass them. You will exceed their expectations. You will beat them. You will outdo them. You will outsmart them. You will outperform them. You will outclass them. You will eclipse eclipse their performance. You are going to top it. You are going to excel in all things because of your faith. Faith is a game changer. Faith is a destiny alterer. Faith is a vision changer. Faith is a perspective adjuster. Faith... Faith sees what other people overlook, and I decree and declare right in the middle of your situation and circumstance, you are going to see the opportunity. Faith does that. Faith alters how you see things. Faith alters how you see yourself. Faith alters the expectations. I decree and declare God is elevating your expectations. You are going to expect more from yourself. You are not going to lower the bar. You are going to raise it, and you're going to Reach those expectations. Your industry needs you. Your industry needs you to be a man and a woman of faith. Your family needs you to be a man and a woman of faith. Your community needs you to be around a a man and a woman of faith. Why? Because there are so many people that have lost their faith, but you have faith in God. And in every situation, I dare you right now to raise your hands and look at it and say, I believe God. I believe that he's going to open up my Red Sea. I believe he's going to take the heat out of my fire. I believe he's going to silence the lions in my den. I believe God and I decree and declare that God is activating a new level of faith. Those of you whose faith lack lobster, I decree and declare you are getting your shine again. You are getting your sparkle again. You are moving out of self pity and you are moving into a position where you know no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. And even if you are thrown in the lion's den, you are coming out leading the pack in this season. Faith, faith arrests the faculty of mind. It harnesses your imagination. And this is a generation of innovators. And I decree and declare you will no longer be a duplicator. You are going to be the original. You are going to bring original uh, products to the table, original skill, a vision, uh, original service. I decree and declare you are not following the trend. You are a trendsetter and you're doing it by faith. Your faith knows the terrain of your destiny and faith is the GPS that will get you there. Faith helps you to look beyond where you are faith is like a seeing-eye dog to a blind man. You may not be able to see it in the natural, but your faith is like a seeing-eye dog to a blind man. I decree and declare that even as you navigate through this time, you see yourself as a agent of change, a game changer. You see yourself as a disruptor, and you see yourself as someone that God is using in this season, someone that's going to defy the someone that is going to make a difference. You are a difference maker. Ladies, gentlemen, you are next in line. God is not playing games with your mind. He's not playing games with your spirit. I am talking to you. I'm talking to you right now. You can dry your tears. I decree and declare right now as you raise your hand, God is increasing your faith. Even as the disciples said, Lord, we believe, help my unbelief in, Increase our faith. I decree and declare God is increasing your faith and he's giving you faith without measure in this season in Jesus' name. Faith. Faith is a supernatural highway that connects you to the realm of the greatness of God and positions you to do incredible things within your lifetime. Daniel eleven thirty two says, those that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. I decree greatness is in your genes because faith connects you to the heart of God. Faith connects you to the mind of God. Faith gives you a new level of intimacy. You could be moving through the room and nobody even know that you are having a conversation with God and God is having a conversation with you. We know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The Bible said for by it the elders obtain a good report. I decree and declare now People are talking about you. Social media is lit up with your presence, lit up with your name, lit up with your brand. You have a good report. People are reporting good about you. They're picking up the telephone. They're encouraging people to get on your site, get on your website, get on your page, to follow you, to join you, to network with you, to be a friend of you. I decree and declare you are going to gain a good report. Now not only in heaven, but here in earth as well. The Bible says through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things that are seen were not made of things which do appear. And I decree and declare that God is showing you that you have a new firm, spiritual foundation, and that is your faith without uh, uh, faith pleases God. Hallelujah. Because it believes God in spite of Faith is a kingdom technology, and when we talk about faith being a kingdom technology, technology uh, actually reduces, it minimizes the amount of energy that, that someone has to expand in order for them to accomplish a specific task or to realize a specific outcome. In other words, faith takes the sweat-of-the-brow activities from out of your life, And now you are working and living sweat free. Faith is a technology that takes the sweat from off of your brow. Faith is an acknowledgement that impossible is not possible for God. I'm going to say it again. Faith is an acknowledgement that impossible is not possible with God. Luke 18, 27 says, the things which are impossible with man are possible with God. And I'm decreeing and declaring that with man things are impossible, but with God impossible is not possible. Why? Because faith acknowledges that God is able to do the exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think According to the power that works in us, I decree and declare that your faith in God now is going to go to a next level because faith is an acknowledgement, hallelujah, of the power of God, of the fidelity of the word of God and his promises of the integrity of God, of the um, congruency of his nature. He's not a man that he should lie, not of the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, He's going to do it. Faith, hallelujah, underscores the reliability of every promise he has ever made. Faith, underscores his benevolent faith, underscores his sovereignty. Faith, underscores his power. This is why faith is so powerful that it pleases God. It pleases it because it acknowledges who God is. It acknowledges the fact that we believe in his integrity and his congruency and that we can rely on him. Faith is powerful. Faith put a baby in Sarah's womb. Faith uh, opened up the Red Sea for na- a nation. Faith caused the Jericho wall to come down without a bomb. Faith took Rahab from off of the wall. Faith turned Esther or, or, or from an author to an emancip- or an orphan to an emancipator. Faith raised Lazarus from the grave. Faith removed lids and limitations from Deborah's life, who was, was raised in a, a sexist um, society, and then she ended up in a uh, a, um, a sexist uh, um, um, profession, and she became the first female legal advisor to Israel's military. Faith did that. Faith closed the mouth of Daniel's lion. Faith took the heat Out of three Hebrew boys' fire, faith caused the sun and the moon to stand still in Angelon. It made it motionless for Joshua. Faith caused uh, this mega hailstorm to happen to destroy the Emirate uh, uh, Emirate army. Faith uh, caused Balaam to listen to a talking donkey. Faith activates, faith activates the supernatural. Faith gave Samson supernatural strength. Faith gave uh, 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 um, uh, the children of Israel supernatural power and that their shoes never were, um, uh, grew old, their clothes never grew old, their food never went moldy. Faith Faith did that. Faith is takes you into the realm of the supernatural. We see supernatural thunderstorms, supernatural death. We see the supernatural sound and uh, uh, going through the mulberry tree. We see um, the supernatural uh, uh, diseases being healed supernaturally. We see pagan altars being destroyed supernaturally. We see prophets being protected supernaturally faith faith causes your prayers to be answered listen you've got to pray and if you're going to pray by faith you are going to see the answers don't pray your fears pray your faith Faith caused a a prayer to be answered. Faith caused a widow's son to be raised from the dead. Faith caused a drought to uh, uh, to be reversed because Elijah prayed. Faith caused supernatural fire to come down because of Elijah's prayer. faith caused rain to come down because of uh, Elijah's prayer. I see where we are going to have a new species of believers and their lives are going to be characterized by faith. They're going to walk by faith. They're going to talk by faith. They're going to live by faith. They're going to work by faith. Faith is going to make the impossible possible. Why? Because faith puts God back into the equation of your life, into the equation of your ministry, into the equation of your business, into the equation of your person. your profession. In other words, every area of your life, every aspect of your life, your personal life, your private life, your domestic life, your social life, your spiritual life, your economic life, your business life, your political life, faith is gonna be driving those dimensions and area of your life. And so when it comes to faith, faith is powerful. Faith is a super bomb in the realm of the spirit. Things began to happen as as soon as you release your faith. Faith is important to the word of God. Faith is the spiritual realm where the promises and the work of God are made real through the redemption of his, of, of his son, Jesus Christ, and his shed blood. We are saved by uh, faith. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, we live by faith. Romans 1, 17, we receive righteousness, righteousness by faith. Romans 4, 13, we are justified in Christ by faith. Romans 5 and 1, we have access to God's grace by faith. Romans 5 and 2, we stand firm in our belief by faith. 2 Corinthians 1, 24, we receive the promises of the Spirit by faith. Galatians 3, 14, we do the work of God by faith. 1 Timothy 1 and 4, we engage in spiritual warfare. We grow from faith to faith. We wait on the return of God by faith. Faith is the essential asset of anyone that is going to be used by God because it's an essential technology. When we look At faith, I cannot overemphasize that this is a season where your faith has to be massaged, where you've got to read the word of God. You've got to study the word of God. You've got to be in a steady flow of the word of God. You've got to be able to hear it day and night. You've got to be able to meditate on it. Why? Because it is through faith that your ideas come to life. It is an important point that I want to make. That it is that it is faith that is not only good uh for us as a human being but as good as the object in which it is placed, and so when we talk about faith is as good as the object. Of which it is placed in, or in which it is pl- placed in, that means you got to speak words of faith. Speak, speak to your ideas. Speak to your business. Speak to your family. Speak to your finances, and do it by faith. You can speak and say, "Come alive." You could speak to your pocketbook, say, "Be healed, be filled." You could speak to your body and tell your body is disease free. You could speak to your environment. You could speak to your children. You. Can could speak to government faith is as good in the object in which it is placed activate your faith and watch God work faith faith is the key that opens doors to, to, to living in the realm of unlimited possibilities. Mark 9 23 says, Jesus said unto the, him, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that are believing, I decree right now that God is delivering you from possibility blindness. And you might even say, Dr. Trim, I'm the one that has faith, but the people around me, they are blind. I speak like Elijah spoke to his armor bearer. I command their spiritual eyes to be open that they may see. I decree people around you are being, being delivered from possibility blindness. I decree if they can believe all things are possible to them that are believe that, that believe Faith also takes you into the realm of uncommon greatness. God said to Abraham, he was the father of faith. I want you to leave what is familiar and go to the land that I will show you. And the Bible said he obeyed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. This first characteristic, the first characteristic that I want to give you that is the characteristic of those people that shaped history and they became history maker, was this characteristic of faith.
0: You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers' ministry writing,